welcome back to Tackling the College Life with Mel and Katie. I'm in Tempe for the weekend and mainly to record this episode. No, <laughs> to see <laughs> Katie. Only to record this episode. <laughs> but I'm a little nervous for this episode. I'm not going to lie because I feel like there's been anticipation for finally like talking about what I've been through. It's something that so many people go through. I don't think any single person has not gone through something like that like some kind of breakup and it doesn't have to be like a relationship it could be like mourning the passing of a family member oh like, yeah that's grief. also like grief heartbreak but in this case we're talking about from a relationship standpoint yeah. like breaking up with someone or being broken up with how both parties feel oh yeah we're going we're- through both of them <laughs> because we've both been through two separate situations and mm-hmm. we've both been there mm-hmm. for each other during those so before we get into this episode we're going to talk about halloween which is coming up are you excited Uh, what are your plans i am excited asu goes hard very hard halloween weekend is the weekend it's the weekend that's usually when people go on benders find out they don't like certain types of alcohol everyone goes all out but it sounds kind of i don't know kind of childish but i'm looking forward to going back home and handing out candy to the kids oh no my parents bad like i love that because like halloween last year was fun i don't know i really miss like going around other houses and like trick-or-treating yeah (laughs) i miss that that would be fun yeah i'm throwing a party with my roommates so i'm excited to do that and then i'll probably go to a frat you have to go to a frat on halloween and then i'm just excited to dress up Mm -hmm. you guys are gonna have to stay tuned on what we dress up as (laughs) okay also this episode's gonna be a little bit longer so bear with us and i do want to say a lot of our episodes especially recently have been about guys in like dating especially (laughs) and we do want to make some more episodes where it's about different you know things but we are college students and a lot of what we are going through especially right now is dating so that's why we talk about it a lot and we kind of get off topic sometimes we definitely get get off topic so i apologize for that as well but it's Um, fun but it's like i forget that people are listening to us (laughs) but that's how real this podcast is Mm -hmm. and you can skip through any part you want anyways we're gonna dive right in i'm telling you guys if i talked about this like a couple weeks to a month after my breakup this would be a very different episode I agree. and that's why i'm really really happy i'm in a place where i can talk about this where i can see the relationship outside of all of my emotions i'm not fully healed yet for me i've realized i do have a really like big heart like i, I love so much that like it takes me longer to get over things just because Which i also okay. overthink and okay. it takes me longer but i am also in a, a good place to be able to talk about it so i really do hope this episode relates to some of you guys or helps someone because that's my goal with this episode it's not to bash this dude or whatever it is like I fully wish my ex the best (laughs) and I mean that so I'm not here to try and be petty or anything like that we're here to share our experiences yeah and this should be a fun episode it it should be fun it's lighthearted we we can like (laughs) start crying a little lighthearted yeah Yeah. we can laugh at a couple things I know we can yell at a couple things (laughs) laugh at our trauma (laughs) I do want to talk about my experience a little bit before we get like into different you know topics and then I also want Katie to 
share her experience. So for me, I could make this episode like three hours long and tell you all about my relationship and she how totally it started. Could. I really could, she really you know. Could. So I started dating my ex October of last year, so almost a year ago. Okay. We started talking last July, right before freshman year. He wasn't the only guy I was talking to at the time. He was the main guy that I, we were talking about, like, deeper feelings. But he wasn't the only guy I was talking to. That's just because I was having fun and I didn't want a relationship. And this guy also kind of just came out of a relationship, too. So I wasn't really thinking he wanted anything serious at first. We met on Tinder. That summer, I was having a Tinder fun dating and just... She was um, going off. Going on she a bunch of She was meeting so many new people. Exactly. And getting free dinner and, free and ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> he started taking me out on dates. He was a very big gentleman. Like he, he was the first guy that like really showed he cared mm-hmm. and showed he really liked me and he wanted me. I was very hesitant, but ended up getting in a relationship with him. It was really good for the first couple of months. Like it was top notch. Like <laughs> honeymoon. It wasn't even for a couple of months. I would say it's less than that. But it was really good. You know, dates every every week met his friends like and then I would say after about three months it kind of just got like he thought he just didn't have to put as much effort in once this happened I've never been in this situation before so what I thought is oh my gosh there's something I'm doing wrong I must put in more effort so I was giving more effort because he was giving less and keep in mind that's more like Melanie that's like how she thinks like she thought that because her ex wasn't putting in that effort something was on her fault like something was her bad Something that she was doing that was almost making him act this way. Exactly. Because nothing changed. So why why would it be something else? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I, I don't even want to say this. Like, I'm being cocky. Like, because I am very honest with myself, especially f- with this, like, relationship. I've went back. But I had I did nothing wrong. And I will tell you right now, like, I, I was the best girlfriend ever. <laughs> like, I really was. A lot of the time I was faking it because I was, like, trying to get him to like me, kind of. Like, trying like, everything Like, Venmoing new. him shit. Should I say? <laughs> it was just because, like, like, sending him, like, sweet notes. Yes. Sweet um, notes. Yes. Oh my gosh, yeah. Just all this stuff. Like, always, things that you oh, show that you care. He'd call me up at 3 a.m. to come pick him up from the bar. 3 a.m.? I would do it. Oh my god. All the time. This girl, I was I was actually like in awe of how much she would be like, oh, it's fine. Like, what was it? 25 minute drive? 30? No, it was only like 10. Well, in total. In total? Well, I would sleep over. Oh. So Anyways. it wasn't the drive that was the problem. It, okay, well... <laughs> It was the fact that he called her at 2 a.m., pretty much expecting her to say yes and drive him. Because at yeah. some point, the first time Melanie was like, oh, yeah, sure, like, I'll do that. And, like, he was grateful for it. And you know what the saddest part is? What? I was looking forward to that. Yeah. I was looking forward to him because I could hang out with him. Because yeah. he would barely show me anything. I'd be so excited to see him. That's probably know? the only time you got to see him is when he called well, you that's up. not true. Not the only time, but the times but when like, you actually thought he wanted to see exactly. you. Exactly. And he was also drunk. So when he was drunk, he showed me more affection. Mm-hmm. I would say around six months was when it really went down a hill. Six months was six bad. Six months was bad, man. I would be crying to him about how he's just not treating me that well. And he would stare at me and he wouldn't say, say anything. anything. Like, it was the most frustrating thing I think I've ever been through because imagine like you're getting so vulnerable and you're just spilling your heart out and you're being nice like obviously you're not yelling at this man Mm. you're just crying you're saying so how hurt you are and he's just staring at you and he just well he would stare and he'd go "Mm -hmm, mm mm-hmm 
Like, he was listening, but then it would be silent because I'm, like, waiting for him to reply. Or say something. Did you say something? Anything? He wouldn't. There was this one time I just got up and I was, like, I was going to leave. And he was, like, wait, where are you going? And I was, like, I'm literally going to sleep on the couch because why? We're not, you're not, we're not even having a conversation. It's just you And I don't like going to bed mad. That's just me. And he was just, like, I don't know what to say. Like, I just don't know what you want me to say. And I'm, like, say something. Like, what the Like, like, I don't know. Like, just reassure me. Like, imagine me being, like, I feel like you don't like me because of this this and he's not saying anything what you can say is no i do like you yes no, I, you know what no, i mean it's, like, it's not that it's not that you hard. could be like even if it is that don't say that <laughs> just just be like oh i'm really sorry you feel that way like exactly I, like, i'm just trying to make you feel better yeah. you know literally anything there was this one time and i really want to share this because that's really funny to me <laughs> And I'm sorry, and I'm not gonna out him because I'm not gonna say what he said. But he did call me this name before. It was a very disrespectful thing to call a woman. <laughs> very disrespectful. Very disrespectful, right in front of his friend. And then later the other night, I brought it up to him. This is when I was crying. He he goes, "Well, you know, you call me names too." And I go, "Like what?" <laughs> And I can't even say it or else it'll it'll get out his name. Yeah. It'll get out his name so I can't say it. But it was something like, what can I say? It, it was, was like, something like, imagine your name's Bill. And then Melanie would be like, oh, hey, Billy boy. <laughs> That's like a nickname. Hey, Bill Bill boy or something. <laughs> Literally something like that. But then he would, he, nickname. his nickname for her would be something extremely disrespectful. It wasn't a nickname. And it offending. was just disrespectful. It was di- yeah, period. It wasn't a nickname. <laughs> so he was like... You, well, you call me Billy Boy, and he said it with such a straight face that, like... <laughs> That's just insane. I literally, I literally looked, I was like, I can't tell if you're joking or not. <laughs> I just wanted to laugh. I was just like, wait, now you don't, you don't know what to say, but you say that? Yes, it's yes. It's like, wait, okay, what's happening here? Maybe you should have stayed silent. <laughs> that was just like, Priorities were not set in straight. When Melody told me about that, I was like, wow, he really compared, like, a tier two nickname <laughs> to a tier 10 yeah disrespectful i I thought he was joking and he wasn't he wasn't he was actually mad that i called him pilly boy (laughs) (laughs) so i never called him that again (laughs) let me tell you that right now i never called him that again because obviously like it doesn't matter what what someone calls you like i will never say if it hurts your feelings i won't tell i won't say it like if i called katie kit kat katie and she was like i really hate that i'd be like i really did not like that (laughs) But, like, straight face. I'd be like, okay, I don't understand that, but I won't call you that again. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that was a little off topic, but it was a funny story, so I hope you guys, like, enjoyed that. So, when things like that would happen, he was better at communicating in the morning, I would say, like, during the day. And maybe that's just his communication style. So, I don't blame him, but he would eventually reassure me and eventually be like, hey, I want to do better for you, blah, Which, blah, blah. This, I don't think, was a good move on his part because this was, like, false reassurance. I don't think he, he knew what he wanted. I don't know. Like, I why would he tell me that then? He just wanted to tell you something to make you stop asking for change. I don't know. I do genuinely believe he's a good guy, but it was hard hearing that because I always just had hope, you know, that he would do better. False hope. It's like It is a, false hope. It's, it's a false promise. Like, he's yeah. saying, oh, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z, and he does A, B, C. And he would do stuff, like... <laughs> 
I had to beg for this man to get me flowers. And then eventually on our six month anniversary, he got me flowers. But it's also like the fact that you had to beg for him yeah. to do something that shows that he and didn't And let me tell you, I've, I've been on a second date recently and he got me a flower without me saying anything yeah. about how much I love flowers. If they want to, they would. Yeah. Okay. And they will. And they will try their best to... They will oh, because they, they will. he tried in the beginning. Oh, he tried. Oh, yeah. He... Yeah. So when they stop trying, my biggest advice leave yeah do not because there's nothing you can do at that point and i tried let me tell you i tried or at least communicate yeah um but in this case melanie's ex was not able to communicate properly because one he didn't know what he wanted and yeah. two he would communicate the wrong thing um or maybe his communication style just like wasn't like she just couldn't understand it to a yeah, point where it could have been that too there was just so much like disconnect it was um a, a lot of disconnect yeah and again i'm not bashing this guy i have a lot of love for him i will always have a lot of love for him that's just how love works i'm just sharing my experience but like i'm saying around i would say six and a half months is when we had to split for long distance and that last day i didn't hear anything from him he was hungover this man was hungover all the time anyways that's another story he did not like text me that whole day and i thought we were gonna have like the whole day together because it's the last day the last day you're spending with your, your partner yes before three months of not seeing that i mean i would spend hours and hours mm-hmm. with my partner so i think he was like trying to distance himself i don't know but i ended up calling him like later in the day because i was giving him time to text me and every day mm. and um he was like no like i didn't mean to like not at that you point know. you should have just like not have said anything i was crying to katie she yeah. remembers that day i facetimed her i was crying she was i like, was planning to break up with this man yeah. this day no it's true like i wouldn't say it if it wasn't true i realized at that moment like why would i want to be with someone like that you know someone that you have to beg for yeah but then he eventually like well, asked you to come over and this is where i was like okay let's see what happens right i come over we're about to watch a movie and i'm like can we talk and it's like oh yeah let's talk and so we talked during that moment i realized I love this man and it was like a crazy moment because I was like you know so ready to be like done and then I would just like all the emotions came out and I realized that I just love this person so much if you love someone it's the scariest thing because it doesn't matter what they do you will love them no matter mm-hmm. what yeah so we're talking and again like he kind of shuts down so that's kind of like how he is uh, maybe he's not very confrontational I don't know but he then says he's having doubts and I'm like wait you're having doubts why aren't you telling me that you know, like, Zero I always tell people, if you don't want me in your life, freaking tell me, don't waste my time. And I've told him this many times, especially in the beginning when I thought he wanted his ex. But what I'm saying is we almost broke up. He kept saying, like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I feel like a horrible person. And I just felt, like, so stupid. I felt like I was the one in love with him. And I told him, that's when I told him I loved him. Like, right when we were crying. And I feel bad now. Like, that is how I felt. And maybe that is on his end, what he thought is, like, me trying to keep him. Maybe he thought that was manipulation or something. But I truly did love him. I really that's wish true. I didn't, okay? I really do. Like, <laughs> why would I say that, okay? I did love him. So I remember I told him I loved him and I hugged him. And he was like, actually, you know what? I want to give this another shot. So we got an, we got it another shot. And I think he was just really worried about long distance because he said he wasn't good at We had like disagreements over winter break when it was only one month. Mm. So, and he didn't like FaceTime. So there's just so much into it. I can't say it all. There was just a lot of differing opinions mm-hmm. about like how the relationship should flow. Yeah. And like things that they should do to like say and, and touch. And there was things that were also said that were disrespectful. Yes. All the time. And things that I just 
dealt with. You know, Katie knows. And like some of these things, I would never in a million years say anything like what yeah. he said to her. If someone ever said that to me, like the way that I would react would be very bad. Yeah. <laughs> like I would react and in anger. And I will never let a guy say do any of those things yeah. to me. He was never like abusive at all. Again, I do think he's a good guy. Do I think he's a little immature? Yeah. I, I definitely think so too. That's, that's pretty much it. I but. honestly think that like sometimes he just didn't realize the impact of his words. Yeah. On his part, that's immaturity. Like he's immature to think it that he, he can say something like that to a woman and for the woman to not react in a negative way. Yeah. So, okay, sorry. I'm, this is a little bit long, but this is the juicy part. <laughs> so long distance, the first month I would say was a little rocky. We'd have conversations where we almost break up again. But you got through it. We got through it. That was about three times. And the third time I was ready to break up with him. The first two I'd always cry and like wouldn't want that to happen. But I would never make him. I always told him like I understand. Like I would never make someone stay with him. So the last one I remember being like hey like maybe we need to break. And he was like no I want to be with you. And so it was really on and off because it was like that and then it was the next day texting me I want to be all in. It's the next day texting me you're so sweet. It's texting me this long paragraph how how he wants to be with me but he's scared to fall in love. He said this one thing he was like I'm scared that I'm going to spend the rest of my life with a stranger but I'm also scared that I'll never find my person and that kind of threw me off because I was like stranger like what do you mean? Yeah. What do you mean stranger? Like you're never gonna what? I feel like I don't think he could like really connect with you. Yeah I I think that's what it was. Like by him saying that that means that he never actually connected with you. Yeah. And he was kind of just like going through the motions. Mm -hmm. So maybe because he thought I was like I'm not saying I'm like attractive and all that but maybe that's what maybe like that he was it was all physical for him maybe. I think at some I think at some point it was all physical but I'm such a sweet person like how could you I don't know anyways he visited my family in Easter and it was so he visited her family yeah he visited my family and my family paid for all the stuff my mom even made him a little Easter basket of all his favorite stuff so then we decide we decide to go meet his family and I I brought Katie um so Katie was very hesitant and I'm so glad she's happy because I don't know how I would face her knowing what happened because she saw this coming I'm not gonna lie but she was like why would you want to meet the family when like you don't even know and I was like he says he wants you to come he says he wants me to come I just remember like the phone call that we had for Melanie to say like oh like trying to convince me to come on this trip with her yeah I was like I was I feel bad for that conversation it's okay I was like very hesitant of saying yes only because I knew they were rocky so why like what would it help and she and she knew things that he said to me yes that she was not okay with yeah and so I told my ex that and he was like well let me be on a call with her and tell her like and convince her yeah exactly and I told Katie I was like get on a call with him get on a call with him and she was like no like what is he gonna say like I'm not like there's nothing that he could have said that would have changed my mind that he still treated you disrespectfully and I'm not okay with that yeah (laughs) but I was trying to be supportive in the end I was like okay fine I'll go on this trip with you I just I remember Melanie telling me constantly like all right like she asked him multiple times do you still want me to come like should I still come oh my god are you okay like are we good are we okay so this is what happened so we got the tickets because I was like we gotta kind of get the tickets a good month before to get them cheap again we paid our own money he had the place to stay that was like his side of the deal kind of thing very helpful he'll give us housing yeah food all that that night after I got the tickets we were on FaceTime I was telling him I'm so excited like what do you think we're gonna do first do you think we're gonna go on the lake on Friday or Saturday and he goes that's not how it works and I was just like okay okay 
yeah all right okay so it just kind of died out from there then i texted him and i was like i didn't like that how you like i'm just excited you know like bro i'm the sweetest person how could you freaking like (laughs) what are you doing what are you doing i'm about to be your family he basically said oh i'm sorry i wanted to play a game with the boys but i really want to come blah 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 in that text i said we have 24 hours to refund the tickets just tell me if you don't want me to come. He said he wanted me to come. Then later on, he was very excited. And he, like, we were on FaceTime. And he was like, do you want to go here? Do you want to go here? He was very excited. Anyways, fast forward. We end up going on this trip. Melanie and I were kind of excited. We're, we're a little worried. I was mainly excited. In anticipation. Excited. I was excited, too. I was like, okay, well, I guess I'll, like, really get to see who he I, is. I couldn't have seen this coming from a mile away. And so we get there. It was Aut- good. The trip was very fun, but automatically I knew something was wrong. When I first got to the airport and I saw him, automatically. Really? Yeah. The vibes were not there. Um, and so I was I was really worried. Like, I was like, oh shit, something's gonna go down on this trip. Like It was really weird. Just like the way that he greeted her, his body language, everything. I think it kind of, it gave me the vibe that he didn't want to be in a relationship. And I hated going there because it just, I was so used to like kind of being without him for a couple months and then seeing him, I realized how much I missed him. And obviously he didn't feel the same way. He did not feel the same way. So we get through a couple days, you know, some fun events and stuff. On the very last day, Melanie and her boyfriend or her ex uh, had this conversation and she was saying along the lines of oh well Katie noticed that you kind of didn't really want a relationship and he's like it's not really that he said it's not really that and then he also said we should talk about this later yes um and automatically when Melanie told me that I was like okay he's and I was crying he's not yeah I was like she got she got emotional I just knew like he just wasn't he his heart wasn't in there so we get back from the trip obviously you know it was it was fun it was nice to get out Um, I was crying Melanie was very, very... And we didn't even break up yet. Yeah, she she was just, like, so... I was just so, like... Conflicted. I was like, what went wrong? I was just kind of like, what the heck? Because he was not reciprocating that emotion at all. We did stuff together. Like, he planned things. He was there. He was in... He was doing the steps. But he wasn't there. But he wasn't wasn't really there. there. It's so... It's hard to explain. But... But two days after the trip... God. After we got home... They go on FaceTime... Well, okay. The thing is, I knew this was coming because we would FaceTime every night, and those nights, like, he wouldn't even talk to me. Like, like he would, he would, he would just, just like go brush his teeth, and like we're we're, all, we're physically on FaceTime, but he's not there. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like all of that. He's on FaceTime, but he's not saying anything. He's not talking. So this is when I text him. Okay, so I kind of did start it, which I think which was good. It was good, and I basically just said all my fears. Like I was very vulnerable in the text, laid it down, and he goes like oh, let's talk about this tonight. So then I'm like, okay, well, like, obviously he's going to break up with me. Because in the text, I was like, if you're not going to be all in, this will never work. Yeah. You know, like, there was things that, like, I did say and I did ask more from him. Then I got really scared and I texted him again. And I was like, hey, I just, I don't want to break up because of this. Like, I just, I want you to know that, blah, blah, blah. He texts me and he's like, he said, fear leads, leads to irrational thinking. Don't worry, baby. Like, literally saying that. He was, he got, like, so philosophical. Like, who do you think you are? You know, like... (laughs) No, but, like, that gave me hope. What do you mean fear leads to rational thing? He's gonna tell me that and he's gonna break up with me? Yeah, Why would he do that? Then I said, okay. And then he sent me, like, a cute gif. And then... Next day. No, an hour later. Oh, an hour later? He FaceTimes me. Post up with me. Post not clarity. (laughs) 
<laughs> Anyways, yeah, that's he broke up with me. That's basically the story. <laughs> end, end of the story. End of the story. No, the breakup was very tough. Now that we have this story, this background. Um, Finally, we can get through it. I'm sorry. I had to say everything. I'm sorry it's long. So, God, after my breakup, man, was she I... She was am, devastated. I was devastated. And she was a mess. I was a mess. <laughs> she was a hot mess. I was not okay. I, I was like on the floor crying to my mom, to my dad. I didn't matter who was in the room. I was just crying. crying. I don't even know how to put into words how I felt. It was the worst feeling in the whole world. It's worse than any physical pain you can ever feel. 100%. It, in my opinion, like like that pain, it just like you just think it's never going to go away. That pain is the absolute worst. The stages of grief, I'll read them off to you. Denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. A lot of the times these can go back and forth. There's no main. Timing is different for everyone. Healing is not linear. Like now after about three and a half months, there, most days are very good, but there are days where I felt like I've taken 20 steps backwards. It goes back and forth, but I would say right after the breakup is the worst. I think that's the worst pain you will ever feel. The first thing is denial. Denial goes on for a bit. Denial does go on for a bit. I, even though I was so sad, I was so convinced that we'd get back together. It's just part of the healing phase. I'm sorry. It doesn't matter who it is. Like, it's denial. It's You're like, like, how did, like, this it's didn't like, just happen. No, like, we'll be back together. It'll be fine. Yeah, like, like, we'll be friends. Like, everything will be okay. That's how the brain works. That's how it starts to just be okay. It's a it, grieving it, mechanism. You can't deal with all that emotion at once. It mm. needs to be in denial. <laughs> Like it's that's, so actually, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny how that works. Anger. Oh, there's a lot of anger. There's a lot of tears. There there's... is a lot of anger. <laughs> Katie's there... like, I remember her yelling at me there about is. him. <laughs> yeah. There is a lot of anger. Yeah. I think the anger has to come after denial because once you've gone through the denial stage and you're actually accepting of what happened, the only other emotion you want to feel is anger towards the other person because yeah. that'll make you feel better. Yes. You're kind of like bad. It makes you feel better at the moment. In the moment when you're grieving. Like, it makes that is, you feel yeah so good. It, it really does. It like doesn't matter high. if they were the best person ever. It's, you could just be angry at them. Mm-hmm. It's just how it is. Exactly. Bargaining. I agree this with this This is one. where you try and get them back, right? You try to get them back, but I think you also make like... You make a choice. Yeah, but you also make compromises. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I can do this and he may do this. And like, should I text him? And if he mm. says this, like, how do I go for that? And like, kind of like testing the That's boundaries. true. I it's th- like bargaining in your mind. I think so. I've been through bargaining in my mind. I have not been through the real bargaining. Um, Depression. That's like sadness. I've definitely gone through that. Yeah. And then acceptance. And I think the depression stage is good because you really get to soak up like all your emotions. For me, after I passed my depression stage, so to speak, like I was at peace with what happened. Yeah. I was really able to move on and accept that it cannot be like it was once. Before. Yes. That's the biggest thing. And a lot of the times it gets worse before it gets better. Yes, it does. A lot of the times, you're not just grieving that person, you're grieving who you were with that person. And I had to realize this. It's like, interesting. you were different when you were with that person. It's kind of like you're starting over, you're finding yourself again when that person's gone. And it's not really all about the person. 
if you think about it. It's about I, I who you were. I didn't. I never experienced that. I really? never grieved the person who I was when I was in a relationship. I think you never fully let yourself go in a relationship, and that might be a good, but might be a bad thing. I think what happened for me is a lot of the times I lost who I was. Ex- yeah. And I, I made compromises in the sense where I let myself do things I knew I didn't want to do to make the other person happy. I, like, compromised my own happiness for theirs. In that sense, like, I never want to feel that ever again. Yeah. Ever. I don't. But is that a wall built up now? I don't think so. Okay. I think I actually did better with thinking like that. What I grieve the most about all my relationships are the connections, like the families yes. that I no longer have contacts with. That's another thing. That is huge. The friends and the family. Because the thing is, it doesn't matter how the breakup ended, how good of a person you were, they're always going to be on your yeah. ex's side. They're yeah, always going to exactly. be. And I remember Katie telling me one time, like she saw like her oh. ex's mom at the oh store. Oh my god. And, and I like, got so... Wanted to say hi, like, but you can't. I just well, had you that wanted to text her. I had that I was urge. like, you can't. Yeah. You can't do that because it doesn't matter. They're always going to be on their ex's side. Like, yeah. I miss my ex's friends. It's weird to say that. Like, they're great and I don't want them to think that I was a bad person because I'm not. But I can never see them again. You can't be friends with them. Like, yeah, that's too weird. It can't be like what it was before. And that's like yes, that's the, the biggest, biggest thing, thing I want to emphasize because it will never be the way so it was. So you're grieving all of this stuff at once. It's it the is, craziest it is the thing worst. in the world. It is the worst it's thing It's the ever. worst fucking <laughs> I can't. Yeah. It's it's really bad. We're going to give you some advice now. What to never do after a breakup. And these are strict. I don't want to hear any if buts. If buts. If buts, but, yes. But, but, no. Never ever. Okay, I don't care who you are. Beg for someone to stay in your life. Yes. That's when you're down bad, girl, boy. Don't. Anyone. Don't, don't do beg. that. You're don't losing beg. someone who doesn't want to be in your life. That's not a loss. That's a gain for you. It's a dumb. Imagine a person trying to get rid of someone who like would do anything for them. That's a loss right there. Yes. Never not feel your feelings. This is so big. This is another topic, but we won't get into that. But this is why guys feel things later on. Because what they do is they just try and distract themselves. Oh, let's go with the boys. Let's go with the boys. Let's play a game with the boys. Just gonna distract yourself. You have no one to talk to. You have no time anymore. And so that's why you get over the breakup not as quick, I feel. But some girls are like that too. All I'm saying is feel your feelings. It's not gonna be fun. It's not gonna be fun for a good while. The the morning period has to happen in order for you to grow it does it's so bad i hate it like whenever you want to just cry out just go in the shower start crying start thinking to why are you upset just keep having the <laughs> just keep being just sad let it all out. yeah feel your emotions. and a lot of the time when you go through different like i guess like mental breakdowns is when you realize stuff that is true. it's when yeah. you have those like moments of realization yes the light bulbs <laughs> the light bulbs and you're like oh and you needed that to happen another thing to never do is isolate isolate yourself. Oh yeah. I am someone who likes to grieve in private. I find it a little awkward to like just crowd my feelings to someone, but it yeah, I guess it depends. Whenever on I do, I feel a lot better. Yes. I think initially when you're in that main stage of grief, you don't want to be alone. You don't. I'm not a huge person about like always being around someone, but when I was going through that, I needed people. Melanie and I were like hanging out every day. Like, I was like, can we hang out? <laughs> yeah, I just need you here. Take me places. Like, yeah. let's go somewhere. I just could not be alone and the worst feeling there's so many bad feelings but it's when you go to bed you finally get out of that sadness for like a moment of time while you're sleeping
sleeping because mm-hmm. you forget. And then you wake up. It all hits you again. It hits you like a truck. Oh my god. Like 90 miles Hits you down. like a literal truck. And you like can't go back to sleep. Yeah. Like, and then you start crying. Yeah. crying. <laughs> it's part of the morning process. It is. You, it needs to happen. It needs to happen. Another thing to never do. Try and replace that person. ASAP. Meaning just because you get out of a relationship one week later you should not get with someone else or you should not jump into because because if we're being honest with you if this actually would have helped people we would say that it doesn't it doesn't help it it doesn't i know from experience that my other boyfriend from senior year we ended things and a couple months later maybe like two or three months later i got into another relationship and i really wish i would have waited yeah but it's not even even that it's like right after it's like oh i'm gonna download all the Actually, I did that too. You live and you learn, okay? <laughs> I'm gonna download all these apps and I'm gonna find love of my life and then he's gonna be sorry. And it's just with the wrong intentions, yeah. you know? It's not gonna help you as much as you think it will. And then the last thing you should never do is blame yourself. This was the biggest thing for me is because all I would do is I would just go around and I would tell people like, why? Why? Yeah. Why? But that's Melanie all like, I would say. Why? I'm so perfect. <laughs> this, this, is. Not even that. I was just like, gosh, that's true. But I was like, why would he do that? I would never do that to someone. Yeah. I would just be like, I do not understand how a person could do that to someone, especially me. I was just like, why? And no one had answers for me because that, it's no not me. That's exactly right. You can't blame yourself for the end it of the It does not matter who I was. It doesn't matter how I treated him. It would always end the same and that just shows you I don't want to say it's his issue but it's something about him and I honestly feel like there's answers I don't know about and I would talk to people and I'd be like maybe I should reach out to him because then we could talk and maybe he'd give me answers and closure and then I would be able to move on and they would say you know maybe that would happen but what if he doesn't even have answers for you? You know, what if it's something you don't want to hear? The main thing was, what if he doesn't have answers for you? You don't need answers to have closure, to move on. So don't think that you have to go and talk to them. It does help, yeah. but it's like, a lot of people think that they need to do that, and you don't. Yeah, you don't Because it, to. it's not going to be what you want to hear. It, it's never going to be that. I do believe that there's a period of time where you should wait to... Oh, reach 100%. out to another person, but we'll talk about this in <laughs> our next episode. Oh yeah, it's way too long to have a full episode, so we true. are gonna be splitting this up. So to end off part one of, of this our episode, heartbreak episode, <laughs> we wanted to share some advice from actually my roommate. She got out of a relationship in April. She was with this guy for two years, so it wasn't like six six months is a long time, but two years is a really long time to get to know someone in and out like Mm -hmm. you practically know everything about them at this point we kind of sat down and like she gave me some advice that i think would be good if you are going through a breakup that was a big thing for me when i was going through a breakup i wanted anyone and everyone's advice Mm -hmm. i'll start with a fun piece of advice but she said listen to thank you next on repeat (laughs) and i actually truly believe in this music music is a great way to help it does yeah that's why i connect so much with the harry styles that's why i connect so much with taylor swift (laughs) yeah and literally um but like some music you just hear it and you're like wow this like this album is so good 
good or it's like very uplifting or just like it just takes your mind out of your current situation yeah that's honestly what you need at that point i've always wanted to relate to like a bunch of taylor swift's like music like her songs now that i finally do i'm like i don't want to relate to this yeah um another advice she said is youtube videos of girls going through breakups breakup documented just more perspective on things it will help you with the youtube videos it's also like these girls would be crying like they would be like pouring their heart out so it kind of shows you you're not alone yeah you're not alone like other people go through this as well Mm -hmm. and if you're also like sitting there crying in your room it can be kind of comforting (laughs) to see like other people (laughs) sitting there crying in the room room. yeah yeah last but not least her biggest piece of advice was to record yourself talking kind of like blog about what you're saying what you're feeling everything that you want to try to get out and then delete the video i've 100 percent done this because it's like you say everything you need to say yeah and it's kind of on video and then once you delete it it's almost like it goes away it goes away it's so So. weird but it's so helpful and okay so going back to the youtube thing there's also podcasts i've definitely listen to podcasts i think a podcast that really resonated with her was actually a ted talk and it's called how to fix a broken heart by guy winch oh i've never listened to that i didn't watch this video but i want to watch it she said that it was just so amazing to like hear from him like giving his speech yeah it was so good that she bought his book wow she was so moved another good one that she talked about is actually a podcast it's called the breakup recovery podcast with barbara stevens either like these are really good i'm gonna listen to these are good options if you want to like hear someone talk about a breakup or mm-hmm. talk about almost like life there's skills also and... specific ones because i know every breakup is different yeah so like let's say you got broken up with yes and you want more of a in-depth about that you can look that up there's also if you broke up with someone and you're feeling lost but we have so much more to talk about and that is why this is only part one of our two-part heartbreak series Yay. and there's actually there's so much more yeah there's so much more just know like i feel you if you are going through something like this right now it feels like the world's ending but it's not and you will (laughs) trust me it's a big awakening to what you're meant to do in this life every day gets better yeah even even though you take 20 steps back like the next morning you wake up you could be on top of the world oh it really it's really crazy i remember last episode at kate doesn't even know this but i went home and i just cried and my aunt was home and i couldn't even go inside because i was just crying I couldn't stop crying oh. even though like on the episode I seemed fine and I was fine it just it's, it came out yeah like, I mean you know and it was good it was good good but, I'm glad yeah have a good support system and if you don't we're always here for you if you just want to rant talk about anything mm-hmm. we are here for you that's what we want mm-hmm. we want to be here for you so please reach out to us yep, if you need exactly. us and it will take time you won't be over it in three months it'll take longer than that unfortunately that but kind of go with the journey kind of enjoy it, it. <laughs> enjoy it i don't know about enjoy it but yeah see, see what it brings you but i do want to repeat one more time that i do not hate my ex i'm not trying to bash him i'm trying to talk about my experience all love to him but this is just what i'm going through and i feel like when you lose in life is when you let someone get to you and let you let someone change you like if i became a cold-hearted bee because that's of this, true yeah i would lose yeah in life like I will never stop loving people it doesn't matter what they do to me and that's something you need to remember too don't stoop to their level mm-hmm. if they don't try and get back at them kill them with kindness guys I, I love that motto but until our next episode we hope you guys tune in for the next one it's just next week we'll we'll upload it next Tuesday mm-hmm. I feel like this one has more of our like opinions about what happened so oh yeah it'll be more it'll be more fun this one's juicier honestly <laughs> yeah so stay tuned we love you guys so much and we'll see you guys next week bye, bye.
Thanks for listening. Follow our Instagram at Tackling the College Life. If you have anything you want us to talk about in the future, feel free to reach out. Check us out every month for a brand new episode on Tackling the College Life.